1: I'm Steve.
0: And I'm Sean Fangirl S, and today we'll be discussing Episode 7 of Season 3 of The Magicians. I can't believe we're on Season 7, I mean, Season 7, that'd be awesome, but Episode 7! <laughs> yeah. <seven.
1: laughs> yeah, I know, this season is just flying by.
0: It is, it's been so good. I love yes, it. Yes,
1: it has. It's been probably the best season so far.
0: It keeps getting better, I do like that. I know a lot of people have had some little issues here and there, but... I don't think it. I think mostly it was, like, it keeps building and people are just mad about, like, certain characters right now. Right. Which I'm assuming is all going to flesh out by the end.
1: Uh, we can certainly hope so, at least. Because why
0: would you not be mad? Because if you get mad, that means you're invested, right?
1: Absolutely. All right. Why don't you take us into the ratings news? All right. Episode 7 had a 0.23 in adults 18 to 49 with... million viewers, making it the 31st overall cable show for the day. Rock steady numbers. Nice. Unfortunately, episode five did not make the top 25 this week. How? How? Well, if it only increased 100%, there's always a handful of shows that show up in that 100% that don't get included into the top 25 because it would take two or three pages worth of... (laughs)
0: Oh, a lot of 25, so.
1: Yeah, so I think that's why.
0: So, we didn't have any awesome Margot faces this episode, though.
1: No, but we did get a preview of an upcoming episode. We get another musical.
0: I heard! Like, I didn't see, I don't know what I did, I must have walked out of the room or something, because I didn't see the preview, but then I've seen it splashed everywhere. I'm like, how did I not see this? Yeah. <laughs> I must have like had to get something to drink or run to the bathroom. I don't know, but I'm excited because yes. I really like that they did it and I think it's so funny because Buffy did it for one episode and like every con I've been to plays that episode and is a sing along. Right. So I kind of feel like it's gonna end up kind of being like a cult thing too with them.
1: I certainly think so. Yeah. And executive producer John McNamara is a big Broadway guy, so I have a very uh, feeling that he's going to try to find ways to implement at least some musical uh, aspects in every season. So.
0: I'm so happy for that. I don't know. That's yes. so weird to say. It's like, I want a musical episode. You know, most things don't need a musical episode, but <laughs> I, I feel like this one does. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's jump into episode seven, shall we?
1: All right. Poached eggs. Margot makes a bold stand against the fairy queen. Quentin and Penny try to retrieve a lost item.
0: Yeah, Margot kind of going totally badass this episode.
1: Oh,
0: at like a drop ex- of the hat.
1: Yeah, extremely. Yeah, uh, she's finally hit her limit. I think.
0: <laughs> and it's kind of scary because what could happen? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so who shall we start with? Because this was.
1: Well, let's start with Julian Alice first.
0: That was a uh, something else.
1: Yeah, it really was.
0: Well, I was kind of, I don't know, not freaked out, but when Quentin ends up coming back through the clock and they see Alice, like, foaming at the mouth, was it just me, or did he seem just really nonchalant about everything?
1: Not really. I thought he was concerned, but it wasn't the same concern that he would have had prior to her becoming a nippin when they were together.
0: Do you think it was that or partially because of the key thing and, like, everything he just experienced last episode?
1: And that might have had some effect on him as well.
0: I was just kind of... He just seemed really, eh. That's why I was like, shouldn't you be a little more concerned? My God, she's laying there, like, seizing. Right. And then, of course, Julia and Dean Fogg visiting her and Quentin's just like, yeah, she's kind of a pain in the ass. I get that.
1: (laughs) But the thing that was the most interesting, I guess, was that Fogg definitely believes that Alice is having, shall we say, a, um, what's the word I'm looking for, a magical uh, rejection.
0: Yeah, I kind of want him to spill the beans here, because I feel like he knows a whole lot more than he's saying again. Yeah. Now's not the time.
1: Yeah, his drunken stupor is uh, (laughs) becoming perpetual now.
0: That's true. And surprisingly, Julia's like, no, you still got to find the keys because if you find all the keys and we get this, then Alice will be back to magic and kind of back to normal. Right. Man, but fog. I don't know. Just saying. Acting so weird. And he's just tell the truth about whatever the hell is going on. Right. That's what's working my nerves.
1: Yeah. He is definitely being an ass. Yes. And we'll see how long this lasts. Hmm. But he does know someone who might be able to help. But as all magic, it will come with a cost.
0: It always worries me the way they say that. It's like... I know. <laughs> what do you mean?
1: Good old Irene McAllister.
0: Oh, this woman.
1: Yes. So uh Julia may be able to get a little bit of magic from her so that she can transfer the magic out of Alice and back to her.
0: But of but, course, Irene is a little shitty about it too. Like, oh, why oh, should I believe yeah. you now? It's like, listen, lady, do you want to just own property or do you want to get your shit together? Right. Ugh. Okay, sorry. Sorry, she makes me angry.
1: Right. But of course, she pulls out a vial that appears to be cocaine, but it's what do definitely you, not. What do you it's think it is? Ferment from a creature. And of course, <laughs> Bog wants to know what kind of creature it was, but she's not telling.
0: <laughs> okay, so the theory is that it's fairy dust, which I'm like, they don't right. exactly, like, they're not Tinkerbell.
1: Right. So, because we did see the fairies there in her place. Right. So, so It probably is fairy dust.
0: But it's like, what does that
1: consist of? Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Are you, like, grinding them up or something? What is this? Or when they die because they're not moisturizing. Moisturizing.
1: Right. Yeah, they all uh
0: <laughs> Does it turn dehydrate? into that? Yeah.
1: It very well could be. But of course, Julia agrees and fog <laughs> is again just laughing about it because you know it can't be good.
0: Oh, especially when the deal is a future favor. It's like, oh Christ.
1: Crap. Yeah.
0: What does this mean? And yeah, Fog like, "Oh yeah, nothing can go wrong there." Maybe use your words, Dean Fog, cuz you're working my last nerve. <laughs> I was getting so pissed off listening to him because he's being just such an ass. And right. okay, we need those enchantments that make him more tolerable because I can't deal with this one.
1: No. <laughs> Not at all. Ugh. Now we see a very poorly looking Alice. Running into Professor Lipson. I was surprised she was there. Absolutely, and she's writing the magical herbs and medicinal products.
0: Right, because hey, bills going to be paid.
1: Yeah, and just go. Uh, what happens if they get magic back and the university opens back up? You don't have anything. Oh, they'll and they'll restock. Pay for that? Yeah. Who's going to pay for that? <laughs> it's fine. They'll restock.
0: But. <laughs> It was interesting, because Lipson's like, hey, wait, it looked like you were trying to do an unlock
1: spell. Yeah.
0: It's like, don't worry about it. Yeah. (laughs) But do you have blah, 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 because there was a list of things. She's like, oh, they're going to work, but uh, here's some, what was it, steroids. Take like eight. It's like, damn. Yeah. (laughs) It was like a high dose, basically. And it was interesting, because she just kind of let it slip that she was willing to do something pretty dirty just to possibly keep magic in her life because magical creatures keep theirs. And just the fact that Lipson kind of says it, like, nonchalantly, it's like, all right, did you know that Alice was possibly going to go to an extreme? Like, oh, my God, I need magic so bad. Maybe I need to do something like that.
1: Right. I think so. I think Lipson would go to that extreme to get it back.
0: I mean, she did say she almost did, but she didn't. Yeah,
1: but she didn't. So,
0: I feel yeah, like just, all the adults should be on board helping these guys with the keys, like not screwing around at this point.
1: Right, and causing them more and more delays in getting the keys. Right, they keep going off in opposite direction. Now, so of course, Julia takes her um, little vial of uh, fairy dust, whatever, and um, performs the locator spell since Alice is MIA. And guess what? Alice happens to be in an unsavory part of town.
0: Yeah, I love it because she's like, what is she doing there? And then, of course, Fog, can't see. Can you tell me no. where? <laughs> uh, All right, Fog. Although, yeah, duh, Julia.
1: And we see Alice talking with the vampire that she dealt with earlier. Was that the same one? I think so. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, I think it was the same one that she, uh made a deal with before to try to get information on how to protect yourself from the lamprey.
0: I did not even realize that. But this guy is so sketchy. Oh, yeah. It's like, do you have the money? It's like, oh, okay, so apparently this is what you do. Okay. And then he seemed like, honestly, for a minute, I thought he was almost a good guy. And I'm going to say that because he's like, this is serious. This isn't just... Kind of a, a whim. Temporary thing yeah yeah <laughs> and Alice is like I need magic and I really thought he was gonna be like, girl you know you're like too too much right now so come back when right. you're not too crazy
1: right but fortunately just as she's about to suck his blood Julia swoops in
0: <laughs> yeah okay oh Julia yeah because um that was kind of funny because he's like I I do not have enough money for me to deal with Hedrich Barbie over here I was like yeah Oh no, is Buffy. Buffy. Sorry.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, that was funny." And he's like, "Get out." Now, there was that little fight though between Julia and Alice, and it was it got super serious fast.
1: Yes, it did. And
0: Alice seemed super pissed that Julia had any kind of magic because she's like, "How did you get magic? What are you doing?" But when she kind of knocked her out, I seriously thought our lady underground was going to pop up. Yeah. I'd be like, "What did you do?"
1: Cuz yeah, she blasted her up against a huge trailer Mm -hmm. wall. And, yeah, that could have done some major serious damage.
0: That's why I was like, oh, shit, we're going to see Our Lady Underground, and I don't think she's going to be real kind to Alice.
1: No, she would not be. (laughs) But apparently not, because Julia wakes up at the cottage, and she's got her magic back.
0: Now, it took both of them to do the spell originally. Right. Right. So how did she just give it back?
1: Uh, that's a really good question. Though, of course, did they really both do the spell? I don't think so. I think it was just Julia that did it.
0: Alice was just kind of going through the motions with it. it
1: right. She okay. was just kind of receiving. And I think Alice basically reversed it and, and did the spell and was able to transfer the magic back into Julia.
0: And it was interesting, too, because... Like I said, when that whole thing happened, I was like, oh, God, this must have been what Alice was like as a Niffin. Right. Like, just all emotion. Yep. Absolutely. And when she actually apologizes to Julia and she's like, I transferred it back and it wasn't Raynard's. I can feel it. I can taste it. It was your magic. There was right. nothing left of him. Like, the fact that she had that, I don't know, frame of mind to tell Julia that, right. you know, yeah, I screwed up and you've got to understand, this isn't his, it's all you. Because people have been bringing up then, going way back, that she had the spark, she had a spark when she was supposed to be mind-wiped and she was able to fight through it, that even though everything was happening and you know, who knows which lifetime, that maybe, even though that was Reynard's seed somehow, Our Lady Underground gave her, that it was still always like, Almost like she was a magical creature that she was able to hold on to something different. Right. Which is interesting, and maybe that will play out. Or maybe I'll read the books and find out. Right. (laughs) Slow me. But anyway.
1: Julia also tells Alice that she still sees Renard.
0: Well, that's PTSD. That is not going away anytime soon.
1: No, it really isn't. And yes, it is PTSD, and she's just going to have to... Live with it for a while, I'm afraid. Yeah,
0: but just having that, like, bonding moment, it was kind of interesting.
1: Right, because we've seen Julia and Katie bond and then break up, so I wonder if this Julia-Alice pairing will will last or not.
0: It might, but I think it's going to depend a lot on Alice.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. All right, shall we move on to the quest for the key?
0: <laughs> yeah. And you know what? A lot of people were questioning this. How does Penny still have his magic? Well, travelers are technically magical creatures, Even because they're different. They're human, but they're like a different class of human.
1: So that's why he can
0: still travel, but that's why he didn't have that psychic connection when uh, magic turned off. Right. So he's different. But because of this, too, he is hopefully able to move to the underworld, but it doesn't sound like it's as easy as Quentin thinks.
1: And no, not at all. <laughs> because the dragon that they're going to have to use to get to the underworld is named Bookworm. And of course, our expert Poppy knows that it's used to, uh, shall we say, ship books <laughs> back and forth from the library.
0: Yeah. Interesting. So I guess Poppy is useful, but I'm still not trusting her at all.
1: No, 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 no. And. So, of course, Penny realizes, well, I'm too big to get through there.
0: Yes, because apparently the bookworm is actually a small dragon.
1: Yes. And Gwen goes, well, you could become a book. Yeah.
0: And he's like, you're overdue anyway, right? He's like, I'm not dead. I'm not dead yet.
1: And, of course, Penny brings up the fact that, yeah, I can get in and get the book. But if the dragon deposits it... So somewhere that they can't get to. Oh,
0: the uh off-world site, the other planet right. site. Yeah.
1: Yes, that they're going to need another traveler to bring it back.
0: Yeah, I love it because Penny's like, "Well, who the hell are we going to find?" And of all people, Poppy's like, "Well, I do know one. Her name is Victoria." And they kind of stop like, "Oh, her." Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I love it because
0: yeah, they're like, "What you know her?" It's like, "Yeah." Took off, so nobody's really happy with her.
1: And uh, no, and of course, when they go to pay her a visit, we find out that Miss Poppy was uh, doing the naughty <laughs> with uh, Victoria's uh, then boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, way to go, Poppy. Slammed in her face.
0: Yeah, apparently nobody's on really good terms with Poppy. And after no. seeing what she did with Clinton, I'm not exactly surprised.
1: No, not at all. And. I sure hope she changes her ways and becomes a good person. I don't want to see Felicia be the bad guy. I
0: know. I love Felicia Day. I don't want that to happen, but I'm watching you.
1: Yes. (laughs) Now, of course they do eventually get in and give Victoria the key to hold so she can see Penny. And that kind of changes her tune somewhat. Yeah.
0: Cause she's, I think she feels she owes Penny because she yes. kind of gave him information and then, like, ducked out when everything was yeah, happening. Well, and,
1: yeah, and they saved her yeah. from Martin. So, yes, she does owe Penny, but she informs him that um, she works for another organization now.
0: Yeah, and you can just, like, hear the eye roll from Penny. Yes. <laughs> Lady you work with, what happened to your name? Harriet, what did- it's like, yeah. oh. It's like, well, she doesn't like any of us.
1: Right. Well, except for one. She kind of likes Katie.
0: I know. And it kind of worries me that she seems so invested in Katie. Right. Like, does she think she's the weakest link or what? Even though she's strong. she's
1: the strongest. Yeah, I think she's the strongest link. We just haven't seen it yet. But once Katie gets herself together, look out. I have to agree. Yes. So, of course, they've come up with a plan to break Penny out of the hospital that she is now stuck in.
0: Yeah, except Penny goes to check on her, and she is not looking good.
1: No, she is not. So, of course, Quentin and Poppy impersonate a couple of doctors because to have anybody committed, you got to have two doctors sign off on that, and, of course... It becomes a comedy of errors.
0: It does. Although, I do want to say, side note here, Penny's like, how do you guys know so much about this stuff with the psych ward? (laughs) Well, we've both been in them. Obviously, Poppy's been in them a few times.
1: Yeah. So, uh, maybe we have more of a connection (laughs) between Quentin and uh, Poppy than we realized.
0: Possibly. Maybe he's seen her before and didn't know.
1: Yeah, could be. So as they're um, talking with Katie, of course the doctor wants to stay there, which causes all kinds of issues. Uh, They do get um, the key to Katie underneath the table so she can see Penny, and Penny tells her exactly what they're doing. They're going to break her out, and Quentin's going to hand her a card, which, of course, she drops.
0: Now, I don't think she did the card on purpose.
1: No, I don't think she did either. I think Quentin just kind of let go of it before she really had a grip on it. Mm. And, uh, of course, the doctor sees it, and they all go, oh, man, this is going to mess things up.
0: Right, because it was the one that he lifted off the, like, orderly. Right. So that she can use it to get through the
1: doors. But, ah. Of course, Penny goes visit Katie back in her room, and, of course, he... Has to tell her exactly why they're trying to get her out, is they need her to talk to Harriet again.
0: Is this the time, though? Maybe just get her out. Right. Yes. I feel like timing with Penny this episode, with some of this stuff, was like, why? Why is now the time? You need to, like, tell her all these little details and profess this and that. It's like, maybe get her out, get safe, and then go from there. Because right. you've seen what they were doing to her. They basically had her, like, doped up.
1: Yeah. and. Anything you say is not going to completely register to her anyway.
0: Probably not yet, no.
1: But, of course, she was all upset about him throwing his life again for to save the world.
0: Hero complex, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, somebody's got to
0: do it. Do you want magic back or not? Do you want, exactly. Do you want a chance for us to possibly live happily ever after? I don't have a body unless we get this shit done. Yeah. Maybe that's what he should say. You know what? They can give me a body back. Yes. Let's get this done.
1: Exactly. So he tells her to scream, and she goes, I don't want to scream. I'm too tired. He says, we're going to get you out of here. Like, no, shut up and scream. (laughs) Yeah, she finally starts to scream. Orderly comes in, and the way they pulled this off was so slick.
0: Right, because she's holding the key, and he's like, give me the contraband. She's like, all right. (laughs)
1: <laughs> he turns and immediately sees Penny, which gives Katie time to knock him out. Yes. Now, why the hell would we
0: not have tried that with the doctor at some point? So the doc, yeah. you know, maybe doctor freaks out, like, ah, runs off. Although he might have run with the key, who knows.
1: Yeah. And they escape, except the hospital goes on lockdown because Katie has escaped. And apparently the guy got up a lot quicker than we expected. Right. But, it, but again again <laughs> again with Penny like trying to get her out. But
0: I have to tell you No No You have yeah. to tell her when the coast is clear right now.
1: Yes. Do not have a deep conversation when you're trying to escape. Thank they you. will catch you.
0: The, I love <laughs> you. I you were the best thing, blah, blah. Now is not the time. Be safe and then talk about it.
1: Right. Well, they had to wait till um uh, Poppy realizes that yes. The hospital's on lockdown. They've been busted as well. They just haven't been caught yet. And she goes to a trash can and starts a fire. Interesting. But hey, it worked. Yes, because of course the fire alarm goes off and everybody is escorted out of the building. And they're able just to blend in with the crowd and get out of there.
0: So yay, they're all out. Now what?
1: Well, we cut to... Poppy trying to comfort Quentin as he goes off on one of his tangents of how things can go wrong and on and on and on. And she says, you need to get your mind off of this. Let's do the dirty.
0: Dude, she just set you up. Like, yeah. she didn't care if you killed yourself earlier, like, yesterday. Right. And you're okay with this? I guess angry sex. I don't know. <laughs> But, damn, this was not where I was thinking it was going. And a lot of people on Twitter were kind of pissed about it. Right. Because nobody trusts Poppy.
1: Right. And we don't want to see Quentin get used
0: again. Yeah.
1: Oh, Quentin. What are you going to do? Yep. All right, let's move on to Pillory.
0: Wait, do you want to move or do we want to finish Katie and Penny?
1: Oh, yeah, well, I guess we can finish Katie and Penny. Like,
0: wait, because I actually got sad, and it's like these two aren't supposed to make me sad. I'm supposed to just love that they're both awesome, but I was getting sad.
1: Right, because, of course, Katie goes meet with meets with Harriet, and she explains the situation, and Harriet says, no, nope, not going to happen. I ain't helping.
0: Yeah, this is your only chance to get magic back, too. I bet you're going to help.
1: Uh, yeah, you would think so. So, of course, Penny decides to go through with the plan without the aid of Victoria or Harriet.
0: But something was, some kind of deal was struck. We don't know what it was because they didn't talk about it. Right. But Harriet says, do they know what you're volunteering them for? So something did finally happen where it was almost off screen. So you're not watching them sign. You're only seeing the face. And then finally what was being said. Yeah. What do you think it is?
1: Well. It's hard to say, because the last time Katie was with Harriet, Harriet still said you hadn't paid me for the last thing. Right. So, I mean, we're getting into an area where Harriet's becoming almost Irene McAllister here.
0: Yeah, like collecting. She's going to have a bunch of debts that she'll be able to collect when possibly magic does happen.
1: Yes. And that is starting to become concerning. Mm -hmm. So, of course... He says his goodbyes to Katie, who reluctantly okays him going. Because, of course, saving magic is the only way to save Penny.
0: And then maybe she finally realizes, oh, we can get him a new right. body. Yes. It was sad, though. It really was. It made me hurt.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: My heart hurt.
1: <laughs> and speaking of hurting, uh, <laughs> as we head to Fillory.
0: Man, or something else.
1: Yeah, we have our uh, trio of Margot, Tick, and Elliot meeting in Whitespire, and they are trying to get those fairy eggs to a safe location out of reach of the fairy queen.
0: Well, the only place seems to be not in Uh, Fillory. Yeah. Tick, I love Tick. Oh, my God. He's so funny.
1: Yeah, yeah, because he is... (laughs) More concerned that the floaters are starting to pillage and instead of seeing the big picture, which Margot puts him on the straight and narrow, that they got to deal with the fairies first, then they'll deal with the floaters. But they need to leave, so you need to make sure nobody knows that we're gone.
0: Yeah, how do I do that? Uh, I don't know.
1: We have a contagious disease called chickenpox.
0: Oh my gosh, this man. Uh, I, I don't know. He is, he's so, she's such a summer child. I'll just put that.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so of course, the, uh, Elliot and Margot unite with Quentin and Poppy in the forest. And of course they have um, <laughs> a nice little, uh, banter back and forth as Poppy being new to the group is not high on Margot's list.
0: I'm hoping, no you're not.
1: No. (laughs) But they do make it back to Fillory, and just as they close their hiding place, Finn, Frey, and Todd return from their night on the town.
0: Oh my god, this was the best thing
1: ever. (laughs) Yes, it was.
0: Because it was so cute, especially when we're talking about the
1: Square of Time. It's like, oh my god. And this exquisite dish called pizza.
0: Yes, and we ate it family style. It's like, oh, God.
1: Of course, Frey was not as impressed.
0: She doesn't look like she'll be impressed about anything ever.
1: No, but she does admit she may grow to despise Elliot to a lesser degree someday.
0: Yeah, that was kind of funny. <laughs> Perhaps.
1: Yes. Now, Margot sneaks Todd away from the group long enough to show him the eggs and... Demands that he keeps them out of reach of Frey. Yeah. Otherwise everything is blown. Okay.
0: I just wanna say why did he kinda of slip up and call Elliot Dad? Is he like falling for Frey and that's why and then this dummy screwed up later, but
1: yeah. <laughs> Absolutely do not look there. Uh duh. Yeah. Well, that says it all right there. Todd's just not the brightest pencil in the box. <laughs> So what? Oh, you just mixed up the metaphor. (laughs) Yes, I did on purpose because that's the way Todd is. Oh my god, that's great. He has no common sense whatsoever.
0: He really doesn't. (laughs) Oh my gosh!
1: So of course they get back unnoticed and they go into the throne room and there's chicken feathers all
0: over. Oh my! I'm like, what? Why are there feathers and I love it because Marg oh we did get Margot's face here. We did get a good face because she's like Yes. Why are there feathers everywhere? Well I had to make sure they they really believed your chicken pox. It's That's like Tick. You know what? Alright, we're gonna go with it. You you got it, dude. You you got it.
1: Right, because it cleared the castle.
0: It's like whatever works,
1: but I just love yeah, Margot's I mean, face. Left, the fairy's left. Everyone's like, oh, I don't
0: know what this is, but there's feathers. We got to go. Uh, poor Tick, though. When he finally does learn, which they may or may not tell him, it's just, like, the poor man. It's
1: like, it... Yeah. <laughs> Tries so hard. He
0: does. I do love Tick. He's killing me this season.
1: Now, of course, he has to tell them that there's been a gruesome retaliation by the Prairie queen against the floaters, and they have to go see a slew of corpse impaled in various ways outside the castle.
0: Now, I didn't think they knew who did it. It was officially the Fairy Queen, which I assumed anyway, but Uh, he actually said it?
1: He actually said it. No, I don't think he did. I think it was just all our assumption that it had to be the Fairy Queen, which, of course, they bring up when they have their little sit-down with the Queen herself. Mm Mm-hmm. And they basically say, this is how things are going to go down.
0: After, of course, she accuses them of losing his family, (laughs) Elliot's family. (laughs) Like, you know, Earth is a big place.
1: Yeah, but you'll get your babies back when you hand over the tub.
0: I love that, too, because she's like,
1: what? Yeah, what? Why? (laughs) And Margot clarifies that, oh, the tub will be donated to Philry. The so everyone <laughs> could see the fairies.
0: Yes, because it will be a deal with them, which is interesting because does that mean everybody has not been able to see those
1: mushrooms? Oh, more than likely. Ah. Yeah, I bet you that field just looks just like it did before they planted them.
0: Okay, see, I wasn't sure. That's interesting, thinking about it that way. Huh. Questions, questions.
1: Yes, and the Fairy Queen is very, shall we say, disturbed by the deal. And Margot goes, well, you've got one day to make up your mind, uh, (laughs) because...
0: Otherwise, I'm going to start coloring them like Easter eggs. And she's like, I don't know what that means. Which was kind Mm. of funny.
1: Yes. And, of course, as soon as this is over, we cut back to the physical kid's cottage with Frey looking at the Fairy Eggs... Todd, you stupid asshole.
0: I told you not to go in there. Exactly why I went in there. Uh, yeah. Maybe you don't say anything. She doesn't know anything about, you know, the cottage or where anything is.
1: No. Some ass. Yeah. <laughs> of course, Finn tries to convince her daughter that everything they've done is for the good of Filry and the good of family, but it's looking like it might be a little too little too late. I
0: think that's kind of because Ben's like, family is everything. Well, phrase like, uh, the fairies are my family. and they're, Even Todd busting in on this one when they're like, uh, yeah. didn't he call you frail human? That's not yeah. a good
1: thing. No.
0: <laughs> they're not giving you magic. They're not doing anything for you.
1: No, you're not a fairy.
0: Now, do you think no. that sank in at all?
1: No. Hmm. Not until later does it finally hit her. Mm-hmm. And of course we go back to White Spire and Elliot and Margot are doing what they do best, drinking and plotting. And even Elliot is having second thoughts about this deal and almost comes to the conclusion that they should just go back to Earth and wait till they get magic and then come back. And Margot says, Oh hell no.
0: Again, Margot. this episode. I loved Margot. this episode.
1: Yes, she fought. Yes, fighting hard. Yes, and she'd be damned if a pasty white fairy takes her crown away from her.
0: Especially when she's like, I chose this. Right. It wasn't a blood test. You had to go off and do stuff. Everybody basically left me here to pick up the pieces. I'm not giving this up.
1: No. She can take my crown and shut it up
0: from my cold dead hands basically right and i already died once for this and yet i was like yeah i'm cheering for her and then i got super pissed the next moment
1: right because the queen enters with Frey in tow Frey, of course opened her big mouth well and told her about the eggs yeah but i don't think they can get over there no they can't
0: she's like all right How about I, you know, at that point, it's like, how about I start collecting more and taking them there? Now what? Yeah. But she's like, oh, you're on a mission. I see. It's like, oh, Frey. No, 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 no. Yeah. (laughs) Because Fen was all of, like, ten steps ahead of her. She's like, crap.
1: Right. She knows. Yes.
0: Yeah. Oh, but then things got really heartbreaking.
1: Yes, because Frey is not their daughter. Their daughter died in childbirth.
0: Which I'm surprised she let it slip because I think at this point, Elliot had what turned to Margo and he's like, we can't, we can't, I cannot let her die. They took right. her, they stole her. Right. And I'm thinking, that's why I asked you if you thought anything got through to Frey, because right. I feel like this, like seeing how Margo was reacting, how Elliot was reacting, how Fenn was reacting, and then remembering what Fenn said and how Fenn just like, took to her so quickly. Yes. I I feel like something did get through, because the Fairy Queen was pretty much like, oh, by the way, I can't trust you. You betrayed your, your parents anyway. And she, like, bound her hands with magic. And she's like, right. oh, I'm going to kill your kid. But when she just kind of slips, she's like, I'm not your daughter. And then yeah. the Fairy Queen shuts her up. Uh, hindsight. But... <laughs> <laughs> Like, Margot turned into crazy mama bear here, and she's not even the mom.
1: Right. When
0: she was just like, you heard those brakes squeal. Like, "Er, wait, what? You better tell me something right now.
1: Yeah, it's time for you to come clean or else.
0: And why do you think the Fairy Queen kept up to that point? Just because they had some aches? Or to keep the whole deal? absolutely.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, she's still trying to figure out how she can stay in control. Oh, okay. Unfortunately, it backfired on her big time. Yeah, it did. So we later find Elliot visiting Finn, who is sharpening knives in their bedroom. You, <laughs> you go, no,
0: Finn, right. don't do it, don't do it. Especially, I mean, that had to be hard because she's like, yeah, the fairy queen's like, oh, yeah, your child died in, well, at childbirth.
1: Right, and she actually tells Elliot that she didn't hear the child cry as they took it away from her.
0: But she didn't think anything because she'd never had a baby.
1: Right. It didn't register to her.
0: But, oh my gosh, I was getting super sad again. I'm like, God dang it.
1: Yes. Brittany Kern is just knocking it Uh, out of the park this season with Ben. I mean, she's just been amazing.
0: It was great. And then, yeah. But she's like, this is how I calm down, and I will I will be fine. And I'm broken, and I don't know what to do. Right. And my heart hurt, and Elliot's like, I haven't been a great person. I'm not a great father, a hu- great husband, a great king. But he let her just kind of cry as he held her. Yes. And that's exactly what needed to happen. And so I was wanting to cry too.
1: <laughs> it's difficult to say the least. It's
0: like, deep breaths, deep breaths, I'm fine.
1: Yeah. And we cut to them all in a carriage. I guess they're heading to drop the Fairy Queen off where she belongs. I don't know. Yeah,
0: I know. I just, I'm like, why are we even in a carriage? What is going on?
1: Yeah. And, of course, they ask her if, if she's accepted their proposal, and she has. But... The queen also reveals that Florians are fed up with the incessant human rule that has pervaded Fillory for far, far too long. She admits that she ordered the massacre of the floaters, but they were infringing on her power as well. So that backfired on her as well. Yeah. All of a sudden, the carriage stops, and we see a large mob warming towards the carriage. This is not good. No.
0: And, oh, guess what? Queenie's disappeared.
1: Yeah, she just goes. Oop.
0: That's why I'm like, why are you driving her anywhere? Right. But the mob rips open the doors and pulls out Elliot, and Margot. And see, this is why Margot needs to gain a little bit of weight. They won't be so easy to grab her.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: like me, it's gonna take. I'm a fight. It's gonna take more than one. But yeah. <laughs> Margot's tiny apparently, and then like height wise, she can fit in her. In your pocket, I think. She's like, teeny. But, you know, she's like, this is bullshit. I'm your queen. (laughs) And, you know, basically picked her up like nothing. Although it was a big dude. It was a big dude that got her. Yeah. And it's like, all right, well, what does this mean? Because didn't they say something happened like that kind of before? I think so. The children of Earth. It's like, ah, crap.
1: Yeah. they are going to burn them at the stake or something. Crap
0: on a cracker. What does this mean? Well... It just left us in such suspense. I was mad that it it, sure it took us, it wasn't even that long. It was about an episode and a quarter, episode and a half, to get to Katie. Right. Although I was mad it took that long. But I hope it doesn't take that long to come back to find out what's going on, because we don't have that many episodes, and we only right. have three keys.
1: Yeah. we got four keys to get real quick.
0: Unless it's not going to be all this season.
1: Right. And it could,
0: which we've talked about. It's like, okay, what does this mean? What's this next season? So maybe. Yeah. So I guess we'll find out. But what do you guys think? Shoot us an email at SciFiTalk at FangirlZone dot com. Or I fixed the links, by the way, guys. You can hit the links on our Facebook page, <laughs> www.fangirlzone.com, dot dot FangirlZone dot com, and you have a contacts page that has it all like typed out. You also have the little icons at the top, which, again, I fixed. Thank you so much. We did get a message that it was messed up, which I really don't know what happened. But to our our fan who sent that to us, I do appreciate that. And I'm sorry, I'm trying to hurry. To pull up your name, and I can't pull it up. <laughs> uh, I no. give up my phone. So thank you, though. I do appreciate you giving us that information. That does help. I don't know. Like I said, Mandy. Thank you, Mandy. But it is all taken care of. And, uh, of course, you know, tweet along with us. If you're tweeting, send something out with the hashtag magicians, because a lot of the times the cast is on and they are tweeting along and they're great too. So while you're at it, if you'd be so kind as to rate and review us on iTunes and any other platforms that you're finding us on, because good ratings and reviews do help other fans of the show find us, tell your friends about the show. Why aren't they watching anyway? Gosh, I've been like telling everybody about this because I love this show. And all the F bombs.
1: <laughs> exactly. But
0: yeah, we hope you're enjoying the podcast as well. And for this episode of Sci Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirl And
1: I'm Steve. Okay, can we hit the pause on the recap until we're back where our pasty upsurfers won't kill us?
0: And until next time.